0: Crosby, he's gonna come in at the
1: end, punch it out. Holmes is sacked by Crosby, his second of the game. Elon he can't looking goes. Crosby
0: Mad 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 Alright, what is good? Condor Cartel. Welcome back to our huddle. Uh, this is the Rush with Max Crosby. Co host Broken rollback We got the boys in the studio, DT Creel. We love them with our whole heart. Um, it is week nine, Dumb. episode nine. But it could be week nine for us too in the trenches. But episode nine, week 12. Yes, there we go. Allegiant Stadium. Yes. Big robbery tonight. Vegas yeah. Raiders take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, environment was crazy, as we expected. Dumb. A lot of Chiefies. It was a, it was a good off. split.
2: It was a good split. It was a good split. I mean, they're Super Bowl champs. So I, I mean, you gotta to respect it somewhat. Unfortunately,
0: good franchise when they come to Vegas, more than likely they gonna travel well.
2: Yeah, they're gonna travel well. Everyone wants to come to Vegas and want to have an excuse to come to Vegas. So, it,
0: they're telling their wives, yeah, "Yeah, I'm out of here. I'm gonna go hit the fucking gambling books for." I got
1: season tickets. We gotta yeah, use them, see. even though you don't get them. Gotta them, use them
2: though. exactly. Hit the penny 100%. slots. With your <laughs> uncle Craig.
1: If you do slots, I'm
0: totally judging you. Um, but final score, 31-17. to 17. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs came out on top here, but it was a tough game, big battle. Um, Max, I, I, I'm read this. I don't even know if they have it here. I don't have it, but unbelievable week by you. Crazy game. Um, we appreciate you jumping in here, bro. I'm just going to pass over to you. Uh, what was the game like tonight in thoughts?
2: Um, honestly, anytime you play Kansas City, you know what that comes with. Pat Mahomes, best quarterback in the league, um, reigning champ, MVP. Um, so yeah, I've been playing him for five years now. Yep. Two times a year. And um, you know, you gotta be at your absolute best. And uh, and that's not just on a personal level, it's gotta be everybody. And um, we jumped out, we were up fourteen-o, and it felt good. Energy was high, offense was cooking, defense, we made some big plays, yep. um, got him off the field, but In the long run, we just didn't play well enough for long enough. And that was the hardest thing. You know, we got, we're going in the right direction. And that's the hardest thing. And that's obviously for the fans, it's super hard pill to swallow. But when you play, you're playing the Dolphins, you're playing the Chiefs back to back to the best offenses and quarterbacks. And, you know, teams in general, Um, it's not easy. And for us, it's a challenge every time we go out there and we want that challenge we want to play the best teams and you can just feel that energy on the sideline like nobody's giving up on each other and uh like i said we fell short but we got this bye week coming up we got five more games left we're still in the hunt no matter what anybody you know feels like whatever we're right in it and uh it's one at a time we got minnesota we got chargers on a thursday then we got What else we got after that? We got Chargers, Chiefs, Chargers and Chiefs on Christmas, and then we got Colts, Colts Colts on the road, and then we got Broncos last game of the year. So honestly, you never know what's going to happen with this this wild card you know run. There's a lot of teams banged up, a lot of quarterbacks down, especially in you know the wild card race. So anything can happen. So um, it's tough, fucking divisional opponent. You want to get the win. But uh, we can't let it break us. You know, that's the main thing we talked about is, like, listen, we got to continue getting closer and stay together because, shit, we can go on a run. It's simple as that.
0: Do you feel the team is, is like, accepting to that message? Do you feel like the guys are actually being closer as opposed to, you know, everyone can talk, but do you feel like the energy in there, being a leader, being a captain, um, pretty much being a voice in that locker room, would you say the guys are responding in that manner?
2: Yeah, no question. There's no question. Obviously, there's disappointment, but it's not like – Fuck and people going to the media and we're not doing you know we're not doing enough and you know including myself like I'm fucking sick of this shit. It's not like that. That energy is in the past. Um, it's now. It's more about how can we play more complete games, especially in this time of the year. It's all the toughest teams we're playing. They're all going to be close games. We got to find ways to continue to take that next step and fucking step on people. When we're up 14-0, we got to fucking continue stepping on the gas and we can't let them off the hook. And that's the thing. We just got to continue, you know, getting better, finding ways to get better. And I believe in this team, bro. We have we have all the ability. We have all the talent in the world. Um, obviously, we have a lot of new people in different positions, but um, we control what we can control. So, like you said, we lost two really close games yeah. to really fucking good teams. So... We take it, you know, take it on the chin, keep getting better from it, and we move forward.
0: It's like you guys are right there. A lot of really good plays on both sides of the ball. But you said it; just got to put a full, complete game together. Yeah. Speaking of which, so we'll dive into the game. Um, Back to back weeks, we pretty much have shouted out the offense. Yeah. Obviously, the defense we've been getting hell of love too. Yeah. Rightfully so. You guys are absolutely killing it. But um, the offense, they come out. uh, I believe it was nine play, 75 yard drive. Jacoby, who is. Ball. Not allergic to the end zone. No. Real quick, we talk about Jacoby? Is yeah. he a, I hate to say like 1B, but like it's out of respect to Devonte. Yeah. Do you, is he a one receiver, bro?
2: No, for sure. He could be a one on many teams. Like you put him in Baltimore, he's going to be a number one. You know what I mean? You put him in a lot of different situations. Um, he could be a number one receiver. Jacoby is, you know, he was in New England for a few years and, you know, no disrespect to them, but like they've had their struggles on offense and he still was the one guy that just yes. shined. And he's come to us. He's done the same thing, but he's getting better. Like, his route running is clean as fuck. He's no. tough as nails. Like, he's fucking crack blocking, D-linemen and shit. Yep. And he loves it. Like, he talks about it, too. He's like, I want to fucking smack somebody. Like, we talk... Like, AP's like, what are you going to do tomorrow? He asked people in the in the, in the the team meeting. And Jacoby's a fucking wide receiver, and he's talking about cracking motherfuckers and stuff like that. Oh, so, man. like, that's the type of dude Love you want, that. you know. That's uh, Raider shit. Yeah, that's straight dog shit. Like, he's a fucking... He's a Raider. Um, So... Yeah, Jacoby could definitely be a number one on on many teams. There's he's, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, he's balling. He's cold.
0: If you're watching, you're a fucking beast. You're savage.
2: Yeah, Jacoby, Maybe. love you, bro. You're the fucking. You're good. a real one.
0: Yeah, I think I love you too. The way you're playing is fucking unbelievable. <laughs> honestly, you know, the boys you are know? they're doing they're holding it down. They're doing well for the team. Yeah. Um, honestly, it's just next man up mentality, which is huge on your guys' team this year. A lot of unfortunate things, a lot of injuries, which we'll get to. Um, but guys stepping up and making plays. So. Yeah. The offense, as we said, they jumped out early, um, went down and scored, and then you guys take the field and force the three and out to the defending Super Bowl champions. Yeah, Huge fucking moment in there. Um, and then another great drive, a long drive by yeah. the offense. Um, it came up short, right? They decided to kick a field goal, fourth and one, um, end up not getting it. Um, but to you, Max, how important was that for you guys to come out um, – Firing offensively and defense against the former Super Bowl champions, like we said, the Chiefs. Yeah, it's it's, a high-powered
2: guy. It's huge. You know, um, anytime you play a team like that with a fucking quarterback that's of that level and caliber, yep, um, it's great to start with the lead because you know when they're ahead of the sticks or they're ahead if they go down, boom, they're up 7-0, Then it just they're able to run and flow and do their offense. And Andy Reid is the fucking arguably. I mean, right now he's – in the last 10 years he's probably the best play caller i mean it's guy. hard to argue so when you have a guy like that mixed with the quarterback you definitely want to get out ahead of them so they're in more predictable positions yes. and more okay we know they're going to be passing the ball more and we can fucking you know pin our ears back so yeah you know that's what that's exactly what we talked about we wanted to get up early and then fucking be stout on defense and you know we felt a little bit short like we go to halftime it's what 14 14 fucking straight dogfight like they had the momentum uh, you know they scored two in a row but and then they got the ball and then they got the ball and ended up i think scoring again so it's like just defensively like we were close a lot of times like we had a few little fucking plays where we could have made and i feel like everybody on the defense feels responsible for that but um you know it's tough it's tough you're playing the best teams you got to be on point at all times so absolutely yeah we'll be straight. so
0: on that drive though um. Obviously, it's a fourth down. We're not going to talk about the decision necessarily, but to your to that point, is there with an offense with Mahomes leading it? Is it like, hey, let's just take the points when we can, as opposed to getting too risky too early? Like, what do you think the thought process is? I'm not saying the AP's mind, just your suggestions, though. Like, is it to take as many points at any opportunity that you get? And put them on the board and make it a two possession game because that's what it does do ultimately.
2: Yeah, you know it's it's tough. You know everybody. <laughs> you could look at it from both you know both perspectives. You look at you know the Chargers or the Lions, like they're going for it almost every single time. Bro, I think they and, went out
0: I mean, every fourth down, like the first not drive, but like first half in the Thanksgiving game. They went for it, and yeah. I, they were not successful every time, but. That's no, right. their that's their identity. <laughs> and, th-
2: and that's the tough thing about it. You can look at it. You look at Detroit and they're like, Dan Campbell's a fucking dog. He's going for it. He trusts his guys. And when yes. you get it, it's great. But then you look at the other side, Chargers, like they've had struggles on fourth downs. And uh, their coach takes a lot of heat for it. So it's like, it's a double-edged sword. So you really can't, it's really hard to say and predict. It's just, I feel like there's analytics and then there's like feel. Like, when you're out on the field and you're feeling out the game, you're like, all right, I think we should go for this shit. You know what I mean? It's like a feeling. You're like, okay, we're right fucking there. Let's go. We got the momentum. Let's go get this shit. And then there's some people who believe in analytics who are like, okay, well, there's a 78% chance that we get this first down on fourth and one. It doesn't matter if we're on our own 20. Like, if you don't got the momentum and you're backed up like that, it's probably not a fucking great idea to go for it. So, you know what I mean? So, like, there's the analytical side of it. And I feel like... That, you know, analytics are great think, to a certain extent, but I don't, I'm don't. i not a full believer in all that analytics shit. I was just going
0: to ask you, do you think analytics is the new way to go, or do you still think that this is like a human, not human error, but it's like, it's played by humans. Like, same with replay, sometimes replay can be too much, but like, yeah. is analytics coming into the game a little too much?
2: Um, I wouldn't say it's too much, I just feel like certain coaches and certain teams take it, you know, more, you know, take it more into consideration, so... It's like, honestly, whatever you prefer, but for me, like, me personally, I'm a fucking old school guy, you know what I mean? I could say it a million times, I'm a Marinelli, Prada, Gruden, all those guys, like, I I believe in the old school way, like, you gotta feel it out. Like, I think it's more about, like, okay, how's the momentum of the game feel? Like, that's the things that analytics can't track, is the fucking flow of the game and things like that, so I believe more in that. Like, I feel like it's more about time and place, more than just, like, okay... Doesn't matter where you're at on the field we're just going to go for it because analytics say you get it 80 percent of the time unfortunately you almost to use it like a tool yeah use it as a tool but not use it as you're okay this is our line in the sand no matter what we're going for it every time right. it's like no you gotta you gotta be smart so yeah it's tough it is tough it's tough i was just
0: curious just like your mindset obviously you play and you've probably had analytical people and you've also had people who are just let's roll the ball out and let's get after it type yeah
2: i'm more of an analytical I believe more in analytics and basketball than football. That's fair. That's my honest opinion. Like, if you hit more three, three is more than two. You know what I mean? And you've seen the whole NBA is like that now. And that's for a reason. Like, the Warriors changed the whole landscape. And then all of a sudden, the Rockets with Harden go, fuck it. We're going to do exactly what they do. And... But, it, but it's real. Like, they were the one team that was right there with them, just chucking and nailing threes, and it worked. For sure. Like, so, and now you see the whole NBA is like that. But Shit, football's different. Football's old school. Football's physical. It's fucking, it's a different game. And you got to know when to pick your spot, so.
0: That's why some people aren't good coordinators. Seriously, like, no offense. Matt Canada, Creel, I'm sorry to hurt your feelings. But, like, hurt my feelings. if you go by, he's <laughs> happy.
3: Yeah, <you> look at I'm <laughs> 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 I'd, have, I'd, have, I'd have bought on the Uber yeah <laughs> 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 Uber and sell luxury whatever the hell that man wants that's the so real
0: Pittsburgh ends right there by the way he bleeds it hey um, yeah.
3: first 400 yard game since pre-Canada
0: since, since 2020 2020 right
3: you know I mean I have the utmost respect for everyone they're professionals you know I mean that is their life you know it's like their life but at the end of the day if you're not good at your job in any profession you know 100 seek else seek help. You
2: need to be held accountable. I agree. I agree with that.
0: I love it, Krill. Hey, the player coaches should be held accountable at just as much as players, right? Sometimes they no dish these players out really quickly, and it's just the way of the world. You know, what I mean, you have another opportunity. It's you, tough, that's right. yeah. That's
2: That's right. that's the thing. You never know. Like coaching, coaching is a tough fucking deal. One like, there's so many different scenarios that's got to go right. you got to have the right quarterback. you got to have the right fucking <clears throat> system. If you're a fucking defensive coordinator, you could have a ton of success somewhere else. Yep. But if you go and try to implement the same system with different type of players, it's not going to work. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's really fucking tough. And that's why it's so hard to win in the league. Like, the Chiefs are the fucking, you know, Super Bowl champs. They've won twice. Like, they've won twice.
0: They could be two and whatever. People would still think they're they could show up any night
2: and win. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, it's tough. It's real it really is. Coaching is fucking tough, bro. You gotta manage a lot of different players and personalities, all these things. So all that shit matters. And you just see like real frustrations when shit gets real and you're in the thick of the season. Like you've seen the Steelers guys like fucking, you know, Deontay Johnson's my boy, but I know he's, you know, you see a lot of shit on him being upset. And you see, you know, Claypool a couple years ago. There's a lot of guys that have been you know it feels like pittsburgh it's almost an every year thing with them so yes. like that's the thing and, they, and they're still winning finding ways to win games even though their offense is struggling so
0: is that a testament to tomlin because that i mean of course nice.
2: i mean for sure their defense is obviously the re- main reason they're doing really yeah. well but tomlin is like i don't know this is random but like tomlin he's another guy marinelli tree he was in tampa with with those guys yeah. and um Tomlin's... That's why
0: Bruce Arians as his O.C. for so long. Yeah, yep. no,
2: Tomlin's probably... He's definitely top five coach, um, head coach in the league, no question. I agree. No question. Creel,
0: that whole part segment right there probably had you so... You're so
2: happy. I know, we should have just stopped. <laughs> Look at Creel, he's just been in <laughs> him, awe. Yeah. He's the, his mouth will be like, yes, he's like, we got the I've Miles been waiting for this shit. For <laughs> he's so happy. Shut
0: the hell we'll, we'll, we'll definitely Omaha off of the Steelers. Yeah. Quick audible. But um. so they, Carlson misses the field goal, which you're, he's a fucking sniper. Yeah. Really out of character for him. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of tapping the helmets. Hey, that's not you out there, guy. Let's get it. Let's yeah. go after it. Um, as long as you don't pal him. But you guys come back out there Four plays. And they punt the ball again. Yeah. And then you know that guy, number eight, used JT. to be two eight, just like Kobe used to be 8, then 24. He is turning into another version of himself. He goes on another run, a dumb stiff arm, and then he turns to burners on. That Third motherfucker was cruise Burners. Move.
1: That motherfucker was moving. I had to text everybody and be like, I I didn't know no facts that's what
2: Brogan told me he's like DT DT was texting me like shit that motherfucker was moving <laughs> bro, but he moving. bro he was he took the fuck off when he hit the stiff arm so clean he didn't even break stride like he literally poked him in the chin and his yeah. ass went <laughs> rolling I'm like I didn't I didn't know he was gonna take off like that it was fucking <laughs> I want I this losing bit on my mind.
1: you see that man in person and it gives you a whole new appreciation because he, he's fucking stacked and then oh, you yeah. put the burners on like that I was he's back no, yes. really
2: Josh is fast. Josh is special, bro. He, he is no special. Simple as that. He's he is. fucking different.
0: Was that that was a huge moment though, right? I mean the defense he was going. The sidelines, the place was erupting. Now it's a 14 0 lead. Yeah. What is the thought process? Because now we know Mahomes is probably gonna throw the ball fifty fucking times. He's gotta catch up. Yeah. yeah. Like for you as a defender, are you like, all right, I'm peeling my 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 ears back, or is it like, hey, let's just stick back into the game plan, read my keys. Like, but for you, is it a little bit more of like I kind
1: of can anticipate what he's going to be doing yeah you know uh
2: sorry um the chiefs you know with fucking andy Reid, especially that early in the game like you know andy reed's never gonna panic no. you know what i mean it's like andy Reid is he's the best play caller in the league so he knows what he has on the field yep. he's got shit dialed up and he's not going to panic in any situation. So for them, it's like, if it's four, they're down 14 in the late third quarter, it's like, okay, fuck, we need to go and throw the ball. But it's like, it was early. Like, it was second quarter. They didn't panic, and they had a really good drive after that, and then had another one. So it's like, that's the hardest thing is, like, with the Chiefs, you got to play, like, top-tier fucking complimentary football. And I say it every fucking week, but, like, if they go out there, boom, make it 14-7, like, we got to go and respond. Like, you know what I mean? The offense, we got to go back and have a good drive. And it's like, we fucking let them get back in the field. Boom, boom, boom. They scored twice in a row real quick. And it's like, shit, okay, now we're back to, you know, square one. So, um, yeah, with teams like that, bro, you got to, like, you can't just look to stick around and yep. hold a lead, like you gotta really go out there and fucking and dominate from start to finish or you're gonna be it's gonna be real tough.
0: Obviously I so saw you and Travis Kelsey like just talking here and there throughout the game, but um lately they've struggled as an offense. And even yeah. tonight a little bit they didn't and that's a testament and a compliment to you guys, but they didn't necessarily always look comfortable the entire game. Yeah. Um teams lately it seems like they've been kind of honing in on Travis and making yeah. the other players arise. Obviously Rice Showed up from tonight. Yep. Uh, Washington product. Yep. Big so, shout out CJ. Big shout out CJ. And um, Alexis. And Alexis. And Alexis. Just gonna say that. Um, but for you guys, was that part of the process? Were you guys thinking, "Hey, let's try and shut him down"? I know Travis is gonna get his one way or another. He yeah. doesn't even really run routes.
2: Oh, no. You just get to an open spot and he's yeah. like, "Yeah." They're like <laughs> the
0: twin of people in fucking Mahomes.
2: No, it's crazy. It's crazy, but yeah, no, for sure. Every time you play the Chiefs, you're honed in on eighty-seven. Yep. You know that's their number one guy. He's their number one receiver, no matter what. He's yeah. even though he's a tight end, he's their number one receiver. Um and arguably the best tight end to ever do it. And yes. like me and his a couple of his conversations, it was the same shit. Like we talked, you know, we talked after the game and he was like, Bro, I got a fucking ton of respect for you for fucking even being out here. And I just told him, I'm like, Bro, you're a fucking legend. Like you legitimately are one of the greatest to ever do it. And I told him, I'm like, bro, no matter what, like me and him, you know, go back and forth and do our shit, but like I got fucking massive amount of respect for dudes like that. Like he's been doing it at a high level for a fucking long time. Yes. And so you know every time you go to play him, it doesn't matter. It's it's it goes both ways. Like you go come to play us, I know teams are gonna try to fucking slow me down. 100%. But it's my job. The great ones, they go out there and fucking produce regardless. So Kelsey's on that level where you know, there's only a certain amount of guys that are at that level. And no matter what, they're gonna find a way to produce. And you know, I got I got a ton of respect for him.
0: It's so dope. You're like you're watching and you're playing against like real yeah. life living living legends. Yeah. Um, which you're obviously on the same fucking train as they are. But uh, it's so dope, man. It's so surreal. And also, he's killing the game in the podcast world. Which yeah,
2: yeah. Similarity. Yeah. No, I got I got to give a big uh, big shout out to him. I literally. Day before, I was like chilling in the hotel, watching the fucking, just watching random shit. I was watching Kobe motivational videos and Jordan shit, like I always do <laughs> in a dark and, room. In a dark room by myself, and for some reason their uh, their podcast. What is it? It's New, uh, Heights. New Heights,
0: based out of Cleveland Heights. Cle- oh, yeah, wow. Cleveland. Cleveland. Big yeah, shout like, out to DC. Cleveland Heights all the time. Actually, in high school and basketball, Kid Cudi is from there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Kid Cuddy.
2: Come on now, I'm a big kid Cuddy guy. God, if he didn't go big there, kid, I'd be guy. such an
0: ass way. But I'm pretty sure he went there.
2: He probably did. I wouldn't need a yeah. fact <laughs> check. Yeah, exactly.
0: I don't know where that would randomly come from. But
2: yeah, no, I was watching their podcast, but I I seen him talking about uh, it was Kelsey talking about me before the game and shit, and uh, he was it was literally like the conversation I just had about him was the same type of shit. So. Um, New Heights podcast, big shout out to those boys. They definitely um, need us to pump them up more. Yeah, They're yeah. the number one podcast yeah. in the world. So yeah, they're the number one. So you got a big, big shout out to those guys. They're fucking, they're killing the game.
0: One hundred percent. And I think this is a good transition because I think D has a uh, question for you. You're chopping up with Travis, also chopping up with someone else out there.
1: Yeah, you know, of course the cameras they they were they were following after the game. And they they show you and and my homies uh, chatting after the game, yeah. and. and ever since the uh, Netflix series, right? The quarterback series, they they had you guys mic'd up, they showed that interaction from last year's game. Brogan's pointing out a nice painting on the walls. So everybody thinks that there's so much animosity, this um this this kind of rivalry, you know, quarterback, D end. Um kind of break down that relationship uh after you guys uh, the clock hits zero. Um what's that relationship like and, and kinda of talks about that relationship or kind of you talk about how to you guys organize. interact.
2: Yeah, you know, I for me, like, I give respect, and respect is given. And, nice. like, being a, you know, I'm going into my fifth year, and, you know, as a young player, I always, you know, I would see clips of quarterbacks, like, the top guys, the Mahomes, Rodgers, like, talking about, you know, they always get asked, who's the guys you hate to play the most? And, like, I've always want to be that guy that's fucking talked about. And so Mahomes, I play him twice a year, and for me, like, I've, it was a couple years ago, but, like, he mentioned a couple other guys, and, like, I wasn't mentioned. And I know Herbert, like, a couple years ago, he didn't mention my name. And, like, I I, I see all that shit and hear all that shit. So, for me, it's, like, I take it super personal. Yep. And I'm, like, I want to be on every fucking quarterback's list to be, like, yeah, I fucking hate playing this dude. Regardless of if I don't like him or whatever the fuck, like, they have that respect for me. So, it it goes both ways. So, Mahomes, like you know at the end of the day we got our shit like we go back and forth we fucking get into it but like that type of guy makes me better and that's just the truth when you're playing against the top quarterback in the league I I know I have to be at my absolute best and I want him to fucking feel me the whole fucking game and so that's you know now he talks in those conversations and people got to see the behind the scenes and shit they understand what that's like and like we're both ultimate competitors like You know me, I fucking, everything I do, I'm competing and I fucking, I don't want to lose in anything. And so he's the same type of guy. He doesn't give a fuck. He's a quarterback and he's talking his shit and doing his shit. It's like Brogan, like me and Brogan back in the day at Eastern. Like he would be talking his shit and we would get the, you know, we would get into it, fight each other. But like, those are the guys you have the most respect for because you're like, yeah, he's an alpha like me. Yes. you know what i mean Thank like you. i i don't want to hype them up too much but you know alpha males like no alpha males and it's not hard to fucking find out so that's where you know me and me and my homes we fucking got that connection and you know we'll even th- today during the game like he walked up to me he just put his hand out gave me a high five he's like all right let's I go that. That was yeah cool. he's just like all right game. let's fucking go and like it is what it is you know you already know what's coming with it and is, is dope as fuck.
1: 100%. You're now part of those conversations, right? He had the post-game press conference and, and he's had some good, he had a dope quote about you. But um, he, he, just to summarize, he's talking about you're the type of guy that you want on the team, right? He's not that you weren't out there tonight for yourself. You're out there because you wanted to be there with the team. Um, but no, that's, I, I just think it's awesome. First thing I see when I pull up ESPN was that that statement. So in two years, I think you've done a, a decent job of getting your name known uh, from quarterbacks in the league. Sure. It's pretty dope, <laughs> yeah, it?
2: yeah. We're, we're on a we're on a good little uh, good little movement. So yeah, we just got to keep it rolling. You know, for me, it's it's every single day, bro. So I'm trying to check every single box and some. So yeah, having a dude like that, everyone's you, you know universally known as the best quarterback, talking like that. That shit's that shit's dope. So
0: yep. dope. Yeah, you said they, uh, the lack of people mentioning you. I think they're, like Darian just said, to a great point, is I think everyone's mentioning you now. Um they're finally waking up. And you know who else is mentioning us? Because I'm hijacking this fucking moment right now from you. <laughs> is <laughs> is that motherfucking dog of the day. <laughs> and the reason I'm hijacking, but before we get any further, stay hydrated with Zen water. Yes. And, uh, you know, for a dog, give it to your dog. Put it in his dog bowl. If you're a psychopath, <laughs> put this slate in there and get him really fired up. They will be pissing the shit maybe on your carpets, but they will be fully hydrated. Yes. And they will be at their be high, highest level of performance. So,
2: Get a zoom in on that. Slate milk, baby. It's water. I mean... Dana. Slate. We're doing big things. Anyway. Yes. There's a common denominator there. Common denominator. Anyways. (laughs) Big
0: (laughs) 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 The dog of the day is going to be you. You would never let me do this. You would never do it yourself.
2: Here we go. The dog of the
0: day is you, Max Crosby. Appreciate it. Yes. No, thank you. Because... Please, and I kind of know, I do know, but inform the world, what the fuck went on this week with you and <laughs> your knee. Please break us down from Monday to game time, please.
2: Yeah, so, uh <laughs> I mean, it was an eventful week to say the least, and uh I appreciate the honor because you already know I fucking, I wouldn't, wouldn't allow it, but I appreciate it. I'm humbled. You already know, but... We'll yeah, bro. Yeah, I need a, I need my own now. You know, Let's give him big, his round big of his deal. Big deal. Wow. I appreciate you guys. Inspiration. Love like you guys. J Cole said, you know, we're not gonna wait
0: till you're gone. We're gonna give you your flowers now. <laughs>
2: well, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Big shout out to J Cole. You know, um, but yeah, this week was fucked. Um, I'm gonna just put it that way. We go to Miami. Um, fucking hard fought, close loss. Fucking my knee. <laughs> Had some fluid build up. Um, some been dealing with for fucking whole whole season basically. Yeah. Uh, this is week two in Buffalo, but uh, yeah, just some fluid. Fucking two hours into the flight, all of a sudden my knees fucking bother me. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And the shit was blown up like a balloon. And so I go back. I get my knee drained at the facility at like 10:30 when we got back from. Uh, from miami and then there was a cut in the front of my knee it gets fucking infected and i wake up the next morning and i fucking almost pass out i go to put a hoodie on like i felt like really fucking cold and weird when i woke up i go to put a hoodie on i was like oh maybe just cold whatever i start beating sweat and i like sit down and i was like felt like i was gonna pass the fuck out and Rachel's like freaking the fuck out. She doesn't know what's going on, and I'm like, I don't fucking feel right. And so I'm fighting her off. I'm like, I'm good, I'm good. It just whatever. And so I drive to the facility by myself, and Rachel's fucking pissed. <laughs> um, but I but I get there, and I typically I lift on Monday right and show. Tuesday, and that's my routine. I do my thing. So I get there Monday, and I like I was so fucking sick. Like I felt like I was dying. So I go to the trainers. I'm like, I'm not feeling right. And I was like fucking ghostly white. white." Um, So they fucking check me out, send me to the doctors. I'm at the doctor's office two, three hours getting IVs and shit. And then after I get back, they send my ass home and I'm still dying. Like I'm, I got all this, you know, antibiotics, all this shit going on. And I'm still sweating, fevers on and off and off. And they're fucking worried about it because like, fluid you know what i mean bacteria and shit getting in your bloodstream is no fucking joke so they're monitoring everything i'm doing i'm at home i i was literally bedridden like i could not move i couldn't even get up to fucking drink the water like i couldn't move bro like it was terrible and then monday night i sleep i wake up like three different times beat sweating through the fucking the bed and the sheets and everything and rachel's like how
0: many times do those get changed
2: three times And Rachel's, like, just in misery. Um, So she's trying to help me out. clean. It was just bad. And then I wake up Tuesday. I feel fucking just as bad. I'm hurting, sweating, fever, same shit again. And then I'm just fighting through it, trying to stay up. Like, I slept all the way to, like, 4 p.m. I could not move. And then my, uh, you know, big shout out to Alex Guerrero. um, Legend. Legend. He comes over and does some body work on me. Just so I can get my body, because I was hurting, like I had pains, and like it was like when you get fevers and shit like that, like you feel everything. And everything this is hurts. just after a game, and like I'm typically Monday, I'm in the tubs, I work out, boom, and then Tuesday same thing. And I was just sitting in the fucking bed. So he comes over, does some work on me, and I'm just like deathly ill on the thing on the table, screaming, They're just hurting. And then Wednesday, same shit. I couldn't even go in the building. I was fucking super sick um anyways fucking long story but um fast forward it was the first three days monday through wednesday i'm fucking deathly ill and then i start feeling a little bit better wednesday night antibiotics are just shooting through my system then i get a call that night and they're like okay we need to we need to go to the hospital in the morning there's we found there's bacteria in your fucking in my fluid yeah so that can be fucking dangerous um
0: mind you your knees a fucking volleyball yeah
2: it's a volleyball and so Thanksgiving I'm 7 a.m I'm in the fucking in a hospital bed with all my agent Rachel Alex Cortez all the people with the Raiders and I'm sitting there fucking like Jesus I have to go do this procedure they basically fucking shove two needles on the side another needle through here and tubes through my knee to flush all the fucking like literally shooting out of my knee, like the doctors explained to me, it's disgusting. And like I had to do this procedure. It was like forty five minutes. They put me under and do all this shit. And bro, it was I was in so much pain after. You didn't put any more
0: ink when you went out when
2: you went out time. No, I didn't. I mean, it's blasted over here. Yeah, no, no, no more of that. No more ink uh, for the time being. But yeah, they put me under so. That was on Thursday. It's on Thanksgiving. So I go back to the crib, chilling, doing my thing. I'm starting to turn the corner a little bit, though. I'm starting to feel better. Yep. Bacteria and all that's out. Friday, I get to get back in the building. I'm doing some rehab. I can't, like, I can't go and practice. My fucking knee just got Can literally either, tubes. Literally tubes in my knee. Really I'm struggling to walk. I Literally, I couldn't put much pressure on my leg at all. And I'm in the weight room. I go in there. I get to do a little workout, upper body. Yep. AJ, big shout out to AJ and Rick Slate, put me through a workout, doing my thing. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling a little bit better. My knees, I'm feeling a little bit better. And so by Friday afternoon, I'm like, I'm fucking playing. Like, I was saying this since earlier in the week. Like, I'm playing. I don't give a fuck. Like, no matter what, I'm going to find a way to play. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. And, uh, yeah, so... That was it. So Friday I started to turn that corner a little bit. Then Saturday I had to go through all these, you know, requirements. I had to do this, this, this. I had to go out and fucking show them that, you know, I could fucking do anything. You know yeah. what I mean? So Saturday I did a little uh little workout on the field.
0: You came in the house with some great energy. Yep, I came in the
2: house, you know, reciting Drake lyrics. I was, you know, feeling better and feeling, you know, just talking. And so Brogan back obviously back. was here and I was just like You know, I had to get these tests back that there's no bacteria in my bloodstream. Like they were not gonna let I was not gonna be allowed to play if there was still any in my system. I had to get like three clean tests in a row. Mm -hmm. So Saturday I'm waiting, boom, first test comes back, I'm good. Second one comes in, I'm good. And then Sunday I had to wait. So literally it's leading up to the game, and I'm like, the last thing I need to do is I have to go get my knee drained again on Sunday morning. It was this morning. Yes. And then I had you know, had to make sure my blood, the bacteria was out. And then I had to go do a workout on the field before the game. So I was like there early as fuck. And it was just, I had to go through all these benchmarks. And then the last final thing was that workout on the field. So at Allegiant, it was 11 o'clock. I'm at the game, fucking champ, the GM, AP, everybody, trainers are on the field. I'm going through this workout just like, just look somewhat good, you know what I mean. <laughs> yes. Just look somewhat like myself, it you make and it. just fucking thug it out. And I did, and I'll do it, you know, with fucking the utmost respect, like Champ and CJ, my agent, and all them. Like they were like pushing back, that like, they're like, I think you're turning the corner, but I think it would be best. For I'm like, I'm gonna be honest with you, <laughs> like I looked right, at that. I focused on the field, like. Two and a half hours before the game. And I told him, be honest with you, they're like, I could just tell. Like, it's, I said, listen, I did all this fucking shit all week. I said, we got the bye week. This is ultimately my decision. My blood, all the blood and all that shit, it's clean now. Yeah. That's not of risk. Obviously, there's more risk. You don't want the fucking bursa to blow up again, all this shit. But I'm like, listen, I'm going to go on the field. I'm going to fucking do everything I can. And if that means I have to take a couple snaps off here and there, I'll do that. But whatever, like I, I want to fucking play, and Champ was basically telling me no at first, and then I said that, and then he's like, okay, we'll talk, and so they fucking their whole crew meeting is walking Lions. around, they're having they were- their meeting, and I'm just in the wait, like I'm in the fucking locker room, preparing to get ready for a game, and I still don't know if I'm gonna play yet, and I'm getting stretched out. Big shout, out Rick Slay, the fucking goat. goat, he's the goat, um, Rick Slade's fucking stretching the hamstring. Oh. And then, this is an hour before I'm supposed to go out in the field. This is an hour before the game, I think. Hour 15, whatever. I'm in the middle of the stretch. Fucking champ goes, come over. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I jump up. Are you prepared
0: I, for good or bad news?
2: Honestly, I was like, I don't know. I was worried because champ was like, no, originally. I'm like, fuck. He pulls me in the back. Yeah, he pulls me in the back with AP and was just like, all right, if you're going to play. I said, listen, we trust you. Like, we fucking, you know what I mean? We're like, we love that you're fucking doing everything you can to do this. Like, we're going to let you play. And they asked me, how did I feel? Like, when's the last time in the season you felt like this? Because I had it. I've been dealing with it all year. And I told them, whatever, whatever game. I won't even bring it up. But I told them this game. And they literally, AP's sitting there watching the film of the game. He's like, okay. I, I was right next to you because I, I called out AP. I'm like, AP, you were right next to me during this game. And I told you, look at my fucking knee, and my shit was blown up. And I was like, I'm fine. Just let me go. Let, my, let me get my juices flowing. I'm be yeah, straight. Right. And they gave me the green light. And they're like, all right, let's go. And I said, let's go fucking win. Go. And I walked out. I was fucking amped. I'm fucking hype. I'm like, finally. I had It literally was up to the last minute for me to go play. And um, big shout out to everybody involved. Like, literally, Tim Harkins, Alex, Cortez, Scotty, Alex, fucking everybody bro rachel fucking everyone involved cj all literally there's more Raiders. trevor from the raiders everybody like they did everything like i had to go above and beyond to do all these things to play and like just the fact that i got to go out there and play and fucking do my thing i was so fucking happy and i was fucking hurting i'm not gonna lie i was fucking hurting but we dug it out we found a way and i still like it wasn't my full self, but I found a way to make an impact. And um, I just look forward to playing them again. So get my body back together and then finish this fucking season Couldn't be fully game. healthy and go and just fucking dominate the rest of the year.
0: Yeah. So this week, did, how bad did it get for you? Like, did you, was there ever a moment in time that you thought this might not be a possibility for you to go? I know you're always positive and you thought you were going to go. But did that happen? One. Two. When Champ delivered the news that you were able to go tonight – Did he give you a snap count, or was that talked about tonight? Because you sure as hell didn't really leave the field when you did. Obviously, we all saw, but was that talked about?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, to answer your first question, there was honestly up to the point of game day. Like me waking up in the morning this morning, I was like, am I going to be able to fucking go? Yeah, Because my shit was stiff and hurting and... (laughs) i was just like just stay in the moment i I know i'm gonna work with miss lujean shout out to miss lujean as well she's fucking magical um she was doing a bunch of stuff to kind of loosen up my knee and alex and all those guys rick they're all working on me leading up to the game i got there super fucking early just so i can do all these things just so i can loosen up a little bit get it to a point where i know i can play at least at somewhat of a high level and uh yeah, that's literally what it was. And I just had to k- keep being positive. And that's what I told Rachel earlier in the week. She's like, are you going to be able to play? Like, I'm like, S- no, we're not talking like that. Like, I'm playing. So we're going to figure it out. And like, we're going to get, we're going to take it one step at a time. And that was literally my, my process the whole week. And my teammates were asking me, like, are you going? About? I'm like. They thought I wasn't gonna go. Like, you know what I mean? For Nobody sure. thought I was gone. I wasn't even in the building till Friday.
0: You're the first doubtful player to actually play this season. Yeah, in case you didn't know that. Yeah.
2: And so, yeah, bro, it's crazy. Like it, it really is crazy. But at the end of the day, like I had to just stay positive. And I know for me, it's like I knew the bye week is coming. I thought positive. I'm gonna go in this game, I'm gonna find a way to make an impact. Yep. And that's what we did. And like Even though it was fucking hard and it sucked and I was in fucking pain for fucking the entire time. Like, those are the moments that people remember. And, like, for me, that's it's, it. you know, we talk about this, like the money, all that you play for all those type of reasons are all great. But, like, the reason I play is for legacy. And I just in my head, I'm just thinking Jordan, Kobe jordan kobe jordan those motherfuckers do you think about ufc fighters the best ufc fighters they fucking go out there and fight with broken arms and hands Bro. and all this shit and i'm like this shit is nothing compared to that and oh. so that's where i put my mind at i'm like what the fuck would kobe do i got a picture i, I say the pictures i use this week there's like a theme every week Oh, always send a feel, but like one of them was Kobe just sitting on the bench with fucking ice packs on every part of his yeah. body. And the other one was the Tony Montano and the fucking, that was what one I said. said that was the mm-hmm. I said today. Him in the sling sitting at the table with the fucking gun in his hand. Like that was literally like my mentality. So yeah, bro, I just had to go to a, a really weird, dark place and and find a way. And we, and we did.
0: It's crazy because I'm looking at your board right here that you have all your goals on and in the corner, undisputed. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Uh, 15 minutes every day, but that's something else. 106, that's your draft pick. Yeah. And then right in the dead center, I'll be the greatest in the world every single day. I mean, you're counting yeah. that in. What You know what I mean? Emotionally, you're distraught. You're in pain. You're getting hit by a car weekly. Um, I mean, in order for you to get to those goals, this is obviously something that can't stand in the way, right? For yeah. That you've written.
2: Yeah, no question, bro. Like, that's... like the fear the effort the attitude the frontline general like spartan all that shit like is fucking some people think i'm a fucking maniac but like I, I write all that shit down and i write it in my notes every single page of my notes i write these same like i have the same breakdown the first half of the page is like keywords like certain shit like that but i need yeah. to see it all the time because that's how my, my my mind works i'm not thinking about what's the out like how can i get out of this or what is the easy route or what are we going to do to make this no it's like for me it's like i'm going to do it and yeah it's fucking hard it's not perfect it's not going to be easy but all right if i just do one fucking thing at a time and if i see these things every single day and do it year round i'm able to play in games like this where i was you know fucking basically (laughs) on my deathbed you know earlier in the week and, and just yeah couldn't walk up fucking stairs nothing so like that's what it's about, you know, just finding, going to a different place and pushing myself to a level that I didn't even think I could push myself. And so, like, a moment like this, I'll look back at the end of the year, we're out NFL honors and doing our thing. And, like, this is a moment, you know, we'll all fucking remember. And I know I'll never forget. So, no. how yeah. can you? Can never. Honestly, Honestly can never. Brady? Bro. No. How could you? No. So we, are, we, were, we, were,
1: we were kind of keeping tabs on it throughout the week. We know you were fucking going through it. And, and I was talking to Brogan on the side. I was like, there's no point during this process. Even though I know you're in the hospital, you're doing all this. He sent us the picture. You can throw that up there if we have it. But um, I'm like, there's no way that this man's not playing, though. In his head, he is not going to allow himself not to play. If I agree with it, that's different. Like, you'll learn that. It doesn't fucking matter. And I bet you that's what CJ told Champ. He's like, listen, he... You can't do anything about it. We knew it if now. he was going to play it was because gone. Max was saying stuff, yeah. right? Dude? He's too far gone. <laughs> uh, but uh, the funny thing was, and kind of switching gears past it, so we're, we're going to go into the game, right? And I'm, and I'm watching you play, um, and, and, and it was a hell of a performance knowing what we know. But I texted CJ, and I'm like, they're going to have to fucking take this dude off on his shield. Like, he's fucking, he's going off right now. And then not a, two minutes later, timeouts called. I'm like, oh no. They say twelve <laughs> men on the field. Right. Talk to us through it. Cause they highlighted that on on the uh TV as well. They they showed you coming off the field. What was going through your mind and what got you so fired up?
2: Um, yeah, you know, in that moment it was like they ran like a fucking stretch play towards me and I fucking set the edge and I'm right there about to make a play and I think the tight end or somebody chopped like stepped on my foot or chopped my feet up and fucking I hit the ground like hard as fuck and yeah. fucking hurt my side. I hit hard as shit on the ground. And I was just laying there like just looking in the dirt like fuck. <laughs> like I was in pain, but I was more mad that like I got tripped up yes. and didn't make the fucking play. But on top of it, I'm hurting like a motherfucker. So they see me go down. And so <laughs> I know from their perspective, they're like, get him out. You yeah. know what I mean? And so in my head, I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. So I just walk back, boom, doing my thing. They're like, no, you got to get off. And I'm like, I can't even fucking run right now, bro. And
1: so, <laughs> it's best for me to stay right here. Yeah,
2: like, it's best, honestly, best for me to not move. Yeah. And so I didn't even know there was a 12-man. I can't even tell you. I had no idea until you that. just honestly, told me until that. Now. Until you just told me. I had no fucking clue or recollection. I was fucking, my. I, I was in a different place, bro. So, yeah, I was frustrated as fuck because I thought they were pulling me off because they're like, either because I didn't like I didn't make the play or I was hurt you know what I mean and either one I'm like I'm fine yeah Yeah. and I was fucking pissed (laughs) and I got to the sideline I was more upset just like all my emotions fucking kind of let out because I was upset I was fucking hurting that bad and I fucking couldn't keep going at that moment and on top of it, I never like getting pulled out of the game, especially, yeah. in a, you know what I mean, in that situation. So, yeah, it was just a mixture of emotions and shit like that. But AP, I got to give a credit to AP because he pulled me aside and he's talking to me and he's like, listen, I'm not, you know, it's not, <laughs> I'm not, you know, For mad sure. at you. I didn't, I saw what happened. He's like, you got fucking tripped up and you, he's like, I just want to make sure I'm, you're okay and you're good. He's like, you can go back in on third down.
0: Players he's like, <laughs> we're going to
2: get a stop right now. Boom, get out there on third down. You'll be good. I'm like, say less. So yeah. he got he snapped me right back into it. He knows my intentions. It's not like, For fuck sure. y'all, I'm not coming off the field. It's like, no, like, I needed to get my shit back together. My fucking side was yeah. hurting like a motherfucker. All the
0: work you did to lead up to, you're like, I'm not
2: fucking. Yeah, here. I'm not coming off at this point. So, um, yeah, but no, big shout out to AP because AP kind of snapped my mind back into it and got back out there and we, you know, held him to, I think we held him to three on that. So. Yeah, it was just another situation. I didn't even know it was a 12-man. I had no idea. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, you know, part of the game, bro. I was fucking – my mind was in a different
1: – There was only a few minutes left in the game, and yeah. I'm watching the game at the, at the crib with Katie, and she's like, is he, is he done for the game? I'm like, no shot, right? Because they just keep on showing it, and then next thing you know, third down, she's like, there he is again. I, like, I told you, you can't keep him off. But, no, that that, that show was funny to see because I, I guessed – uh what was going on from from watching it from the couch but um yeah that was funny
2: for sure it was yeah it was it was a moment it was definitely a moment so
3: with that being said like you know obviously you're the type of guy who plays every fucking snap every game every chance you can get out there you're out there with now taking a back seat and have to be sidelined on certain plays or certain drives what's like your focus is it more so like to your, your replacement on like coaching him up or is it more so the entire, like, D-line? D are you an extension of a coach in some way? Or are you just trying to shadow, like, your guy that's replacing you at the moment and give him every bit of insight you possibly can? Yeah,
2: um, you know, in the first half, they wanted to, like, there was, you know, you, you know, we talked about it earlier, y'all ask about, like, we know, did they talk about a pitch count and shit like that? And, like, that's kind of what our plan was. They're like, okay, in the first half, you can get first two series, third series, you're going to come off, then go in on third down. So, like, little shit like that. So... They I was kinda of going back and forth in the first half, coming on and off. And for me, like I'm a rhythm guy. And that's why that's a part of why I like playing some like being on the field so much, cause like I like getting my groove and getting my rhythm and getting my one on one. Like, okay, what is he yeah. trying to hit me with? All right, I'm a I'm I'm gonna break him down so I can get to my shit. And so like for me it's all a process and it's all mental and physical. Like it's all put together. And so when I'm not You know, I'm going back and forth, back and forth. It's hard to get in that fucking rhythm. So second half, I told them, like, don't fucking try to take me off the field. And that was another reason why I was upset at the end. But um, they just let me go. I'm like, coach, I'm good. Don't worry about me. I'm playing. So second half, just watching the film and just being out there like – I was fucking. I just got into a, a flow state and just no matter what it was, I was just thinking about. All right, I'm gonna win this rush. I'm gonna win this rush. I'm gonna win this play. Just taking it one play at a time, and that's kind of what it was. So the second half, I just got to fucking go and play, and I played it. You know, played a lot better. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a fucking grind, bro. The whole game was like, you know, like I said, I've said it many times tonight, but I had to go to a fucking, like my mind. I was having conversations in my head that were just not normal and i just had to just dig i Hell had to yeah. really dig a <laughs> fucking different place there's there's no doubt yeah. about it go upstairs someone said yeah demon time
0: demon time for sure That's i right. mean you can't have a normal thought process when you're doing not normal shit yeah which is exactly what you're doing and um i mean, old raider nation absolutely probably appreciates what you had what you did tonight yeah. um fan favorite you're a top player in this league um, but you're a warrior, bro. Seriously, I mean, I, we can't compliment you enough. You're a dog of the day. Long, so long segment, but well needed. Um, but also, while injured, he gets a big old sack. Big sack. Big sack. Big sack. Big sack.
2: Big sack. Oh, man,
1: oh man, oh man. Big. One-legged dick sack, right? Yes. Come on. Talk to him, dude. All right, we got uh, seven up. minutes left, third quarter. Yeah. All right, third yes. and eight. You get off. <laughs> you get off. Uh, you see the uh, the chip coming from the backfield. okay? You spin inside, then there's a double team. You got the tackle and the guard on you. Malcolm Coons comes in, flushes the pocket. That gives you an opportunity to, to do a nice condor leap, as our boy Baldy would, would refer to it as. Um, and, and get the big sack. Talk to us about what that meant for you knowing what the fuck you did all week and what, what you had to go through, um, to get to what you've manifested through that whole time, which I'm assuming is exactly what you did for the last seven days. Yeah.
2: A hundred percent, bro. Like on that play, um, you know, in my head, I'm okay. I know the chip's coming. I know the slide's probably coming. So for me in my head, I'm like, okay, I, I haven't brought the spin move out yet. So I know. I was like just to go and generate enough power to work my power moves, which were pretty effective for the most, you know, most of the night. I was like, okay, this is a perfect time to fucking bring out the spin. So I bring out the spin, boom, guards waiting on my ass. So fuck, (laughs) I stay alive and I keep fighting and I see Mahomes backing up and I see Coons fucking running after him. So Taylor kind of had his arm out and trying to slow me down and I just dipped just enough and kept my feet going. And I fucking got a hold of his ass. I'm like, just fucking get down. Fuck no. And I'm like, just hold that fucking ball. And this is a big moment in the game. Like, it's a one possession game at this time. It's a fucking big third down. I fucking get a hold of him and get him down. And it was like an outer body experience, bro. Like, the emotion, everything in my body, I was just like... Give me that fucking door so I can kick that bitch down. That's literally I was like, yes. I was trying to get up and I'm I fucking say, it took get up. Give me a little longer. I kinda fell. got tripped. I fell. I was like, Yeah, ah, get <laughs> like up. Like Bandy. Build, give me that fucking door. And I just ah, kick that motherfucker down. With the right leg. Um, with yes. the right leg. Um, yeah. So yeah, bro, it was just like everything put in one. And I and I know, like, in my head, like I just knew in the suite, like you, oh, fucking you and and CJ and rach and Ella, like everybody was fucking watching. Y'all are probably fucking losing we your near, mind. This
0: is lame, but we were damn near fucking tearing up, up there. We're yeah. chest bumping. You know how it goes, D.
2: Nah, one hundred percent. And that's like what what I thought in my head was like everything that I fucking went through and just like. Not only the fans were going fucking nuts, but like I in my head immediately, I'm like, I know they're fucking going nuts yes. up there. So I was just, it was an outer body experience, bro. I was so fucking hype, and yeah, yes. I was, yes. my heart fucking jumped through my chest. I was, I was geeked, no doubt.
1: 100%. Yeah. The was, cartel was, was, you know, they were fired up about it. You the give them, give them something to put a fact. stamp on the week, but that's fucking money, dude. That was yeah, awesome. It, yeah, it was It was incredible.
0: Condor Cartel was in full effect, and they were oh. definitely feeding off that energy.
1: Did you see the big sack ago. sign? Was he back?
0: Uh, he was yeah. there. Yes. I asked Max. The big
1: sack was in full effect. Yes. They actually Fuck yeah. it, they yes. had
0: it up against the glass tonight, and uh, I actually thought Max pointed at one point, but we found out it was another lady with a great cause, or I don't know if a cause is the right word, but sticking up for pit bulls. And you already know, as we talked about many times, Max is a huge Pitbull lover and saver. Yeah. So it was dope. He gave yeah. a little interaction there, which is cool with the fans. And just a man of the people, Darian, you know. Some say he's running for mayor here in Vegas. There's few, yeah, There's a few words yeah. that might say that might say so as well. But Creel, um, it's a bye week. Let's lead it into it, will you?
3: <clears throat> yeah. So other than obviously trying to get as healthy as possible, what are some things that you're looking forward to in the bye week? Whether that could be something you're trying to accomplish or something as easy as laying back on Sunday and watching some football on the other side as a spectator for once.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, the bye week's special. Um, especially this time of the year, you know, we had a super late bye week. So um guys are banged up, you know, for the most part, you know fucking big shout out to the big man upstairs, but uh everybody for the most part's healthy. Um so Finally, getting to get off our feet a little bit, finding that you know that big window. Finally, we have a full week. Get in training room, lift, get our shit back together. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's definitely needed. So yeah, there's we you know I already talked to the strength coach at the in the facility um, after the game. I talked to him. I talked to the whole team. Like they already got a game plan for me um, this whole week. So these next two days, just getting my body back together. Um, and just slow oh, really? build throughout the week. And then, yeah, Sunday, uh, this is the one week I get to watch Red Zone in the comfort of my own home, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, you know, I'm a, like I said, I'm a footballer. Extravagant, I yeah. love it, and I could sit there and watch Red Zone. Like, i I talked before, like, on game day, all my work's been put in. I'm sitting there, and I'm watching Red Zone on my phone. Can we talk about – I watched Red, red Zone every- I was watching Red Zone today. Why does Scott yeah. Hanson
0: evacuate
2: Red Zone? I don't know. That's honestly <laughs> – Code fierce. red there. There was a no lot of, first today, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like the whole doubtful thing. I didn't even know about it. till yeah. you told me, and then you, bro, then you got, and this is Scott like Hanson way sideline. Studio. I That's mean, weird. there's a lot of weird, weird activity going on. What, Krill? During the uh,
3: Pittsburgh game, the clock, the play clock went out like on like the field and then for a minute it went out and the entirety of the field. So like, it would say at the bottom of the TV, the score. And then second,
0: zero,
3: you had no time. Like they all said, there's a timeout. This is the two minute warning. Like no one had no fucking clue how much time was left. What the fuck? I swear to God, I've been watching football for 30 years. I've never seen that in my life. It took like six or seven minutes. And then finally that just came back on rather than just like pausing the game. They just played it with no fucking thought. They finally
1: figured out how to hit America where it hurts. Yeah, it was the most absurd
3: thing. Everyone's that, panicking. They're like, hacking our football yeah, games.
2: Yeah, first <laughs> problems for real. Red zone. Panicking.
3: <laughs>
0: no, it'd be good for you. I think, and also you've turned into you love to watch football. You're a fo- footballer, lover, whatever. Shout out to Ben Roethlisberger, footballer. Yeah. Um, but you are a homebody, so it's good for you to be able to probably rest, chill in the crib, chill in the theater room, be with the family, kick them fucking feet up. <clears throat>
2: Definitely. You know, for me, I'd, I'm going to be putting in the work. You already know that. But, yeah, come Sunday, Red Zone, we'll be uh, just listening to our boy, fucking Scott Hansen go to work. So I'm definitely looking forward to
1: That's it. Right. Hell
0: yeah. He'll be back. Full effect. No excuses this time, Scott. No, he
1: better be <laughs> fucking dialed. Like, we did talk oh, about the whole Scott not pissing thing, so. right? Yeah. Am I delayed? I said we did talk about Scott not pissing, right, earlier in the season. Yeah. Today he yeah. went on. And there's, I'm talking, the alarms are going off. There's a, there's the, 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 the message is being yelled. And Scott Hansen is standing there fucking conducting red zone while they're yes. saying, get out of the building. Get out of the building. He didn't give a fuck. He's he standing weird. in there 10 toes down He's while incredible. they're fucking evacuating.
2: Yes. He said, he didn't care. Going. Yeah, he will stand there. He's like the Titanic. He's a savage. He's, just yeah, he's going down he will with the shit. He's the last man on that motherfucker. Leaders lead from the front, dude. They, they do. That's another Facts. that's another guest that we need. Fucking be, Scott Hanson. We need. got questions. Yes. That's a man so of the people, and we're all about that. That'd be huge. Yes, he's on the big board. He's yeah. definitely, yeah, we we'll got to get that guy. We got to chalk him up.
0: Darian, you know what just came yeah. in?
1: Well, so Rushman, now. Out. Yeah, we got a little mail coming in, and let me tell you what Delivery. This is this is something. We've have been supposed to have struck a chord with with uh, with some fans because there's a lot of questions here and a lot of feedback, and it's awesome—not not anything negative. Um, we're going to start out, and I'm just going to do it all consensus. You know, usually we do three questions or so, um, but there's a ton of thank yous. There's a ton of thank yous. You're an inspiration. You're what it means to be a Raider. A lot of a lot of flowers that are being given from the uh, from the fans here. So that's that's awesome to see. Um, so that's going to be question number one, because they all say this isn't a question; it's a statement. So they're going to take that number one. Number two, we're going to get from Eric G's. Uh, will the rush be a seasonal, or can we expect it during the off season? That's a great
0: question. Can you
2: please film it? <sighs> that's an excellent question. Um, this is going to be all year round around the clock definitely going to be a little pivots you know when it comes to the off season yep. um i think we touched on it a little bit you know we announced our dana white um deal you know he's going to be our first guest but uh when it comes to the offseason we're going to be bringing in guests weekly yep. from all different types of areas from football Music. ufc might have some musicians you might have to might have to you know we're just going to keep branching and building this thing the correct way and uh, get as many you know interesting guests as we possibly can. So we're not putting a box or a ceiling on anything on this show, and that's something we agreed on from day one. Um, obviously, giving you all the fucking up close and personal post game uh, is the first you know the first step and where we want to take this show. But yeah, in the off season, we're gonna be bringing more vlogs. We're gonna be together more, yeah. and we're gonna be bringing in guests. Possibly going to guests. You know cribs yep we're gonna possibly have them at our crib you know we're gonna build this studio up even more yep. um so yeah we got a lot of great things coming so yeah it's gonna be full year 365 we're gonna be fucking rocking and rolling
0: 100 at the highest level so just bringing that to you guys every single week i mean we're gonna elevate the same as long as you guys allow us to we're gonna elevate every single week and in order to do that by the way continue to like continue to subscribe down below
2: down below. We appreciate down you guys. Down, down, guys. down, down below. Down and uh, one uh, more thing. I want to add one more thing. Yeah. As far as fans, like Brogan said, we want y'all to be involved as well. So if y'all have ideas for guests, if y'all really want somebody on the podcast, yes. fucking put that in the comments. We want to see that in the fan mail. Who do we, you know, who are we looking that. forward to? Maybe we, do you want Charles Woodson this week? Do you want Bo Jackson? Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you want guys like that? Do you want you know some Bootsy Collins, you never know. Some throwback, he can get weird. <laughs> old school. We get weird, but whatever y'all want, this is what we do it for. We do it for y'all. So, um, we're gonna be full, you know, in interaction mode. You know, DT is gonna be dialing it up, finding which guests, you know, you guys want as well. So, um, this is a team effort. So, we're gonna be we're gonna be cooking it up all year round. Yeah.
1: Great answers. Uh, this, Great one, this one, this one here's gonna be a summary. Uh, we got a lot more of these. Uh, this is from Draco762. Yo, Max, uh, when is the Condor Cartel merch dropping? Hashtag Big yes. Sack. Yes. We were just talking about this. We talking about this. this is going to be fucking incredible.
2: Um, our boy, Nick Felix. Yep. Um, we also call him Jalen Hurts. Yes. This is Doppelganger. Um, yes. That is our man uh, behind the scenes. Yes. He is our... He helps with social media. Yep. Um he is helping. He's he's great with merch. He does his own merch line with his own company and business, but he's going to be doing our merch for the show. So that is already in the works. We're going to get a ton of merch pumping out ASAP. Um, it's, yeah, like I said, it's already in the works. We're working on it now. And um, yeah, expect not only Condor uh, Cartel merch, but also, you know, Dog of the Day, mm-hmm. The Rush. Some
0: big sack some hats. Some big
2: sack hats. You know, it's not just going to be. Simple tees and shit like that. We're gonna we're gonna bring some drip with it too. We might have some jumpsuits, some dog of the day jumpsuits. What? I mean, we're gonna do shit different. I don't give a That's damn like what it Drake is. Fit. No, like whole team in some baby blue dog of the day fit with some horses. I mean, yes, as we hop on a fucking a page to Aruba or something. That's some straight drizzy shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Yes. So we're bringing it to y'all. So we appreciate. Y'all.
0: And when we do, especially the Condor Cartel in all merch. Fucking rock that in Allegiant Stadium. Yes. And rock it proudly because we know what it stands for. You know what it stands for, and it's all for Raider Nation, and yes. it's also for the fans outside of Raider Nation that are just here for a great human and for a bunch of degenerates having a great time.
2: 100%. And, th- and that's the other thing, too. We want you all to post. Yes. We want you all to tag. We're going to put you all on my page. We're going to yeah. put it on Brogan, DT, Creel's page, Slime's page, and just push the movement. So. Don't forget to do that either. Um, post tag, and we'll we'll just show love, you know, back to y'all as well. So,
1: fans, y'all are the fucking best, man. But we got a lot of great things coming.
0: One hundred percent.
1: Last question, but not least, um, Ryan Burns ninety nine asks, "What is your go to pregame meal, Ryan Burns?"
2: Brian Burns is this Brian- the Brian Burns?
1: We got a lot of aliases, but it's Ryan. Ryan Burns. Yeah, but it could be. Uh, he could be just throwing I, out aliases. Interesting. Yeah.
2: Anyway, um sorry, what you said my pregame my favorite pregame meal? Yeah. Bird food. Yeah, bird food. No, yeah. so uh I'm another shout price. out. This is another person I forgot to shout out who also helped me during the week come back to life. Um our nutritionist Ricky. This man so. From Canada. So big shout out to Drake. Shout out to Drake um, again. Big shout out to Drake. Gosh. But Ricky, Angie as well in the kitchen, the whole Honest Hospitality crew, um, they were able to bring me back to life. Had a lot of antibiotics. You need some probiotics on top of it or your stomach is going to be absolutely ruined. So 100%. big shout out to Ricky. He's the one who orchestrates everything with my meals um, and just feeds me properly. So my pregame meals are... Not some pasta and some shit like that. It's always uh, it's always different. You know, I have my regular breakfast, you know, my little scramble, um, you know, rice, meat, avocado, a little different then some yogurt. And then I have my pregame, my pregame like snack. And then I have my other pregame snack. And then I got my hydration. It's a half-time? lot of shit. No, I don't half-time? snack at halftime.
0: A lot of people
2: yeah. do. Yeah, some people do snack at halftime, but he's properly feeding me up to the point so i have more electrolytes and different things at halftime so yeah they keep me on point but ricky i mean ricky is the fucking best of the best and uh science you know he, he's he's the man with the plan so science. yeah ricky gets me Aaron right.
0: rogers would love that science baby yes actually i think he's fighting
2: science yeah <laughs> i think he might be the opposite but it's yeah. all good we, we don't wait for uh, with rogers he's on the spiritual train <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: All right, that's all we got this week for the, uh, for, for the mail. Right, we Thank you for all the questions, the feedback. The, the thank yous to, to Max are all very well heard and received. So um, keep we it up. love you guys. Yes, we do.
2: All right, you lunatics. You already know what time it is. This is my favorite segment, bias. Favorite segment by far. I mean, it's hard for me not to say it. I'm a fucking Rushman. I'm built off the rushman mentality. Shout out to Rob Marinelli. He is the greatest. Shout out. We're gonna start with number three. <laughs> we got a lot of fucking guests, a lot of options, a lot of different people we had to, you know, bring into consideration. Uh, but number three, I know Creole is gonna be super excited about this one. Oh my god! Ultra fired up. This, <laughs> this, is, this is just punching the air right now. But this guy right here, number three, is TJ Watt. TJ you already know it's my brother we we you know we've been locked in for years got a ton of respect for you one of the greatest in the league there's no doubt about it he had 5 tackles 2 sacks 1 TFL 1 forced fumble 2 QB hits today um so TJ Watt doing what he does the dude is a fucking Quarterback magnet. He is constantly around the football. He is constantly making plays, whether it's run, pass, tipping balls, intercepting balls. He is all over the place.
0: Bro, he lined up and there was two two by two split today. He lined up in like he played the flats full time. Never, he was a corner. Yeah. And he made came up, made the tackle, and then he came up and did the strap. No, he didn't. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, it, the the seatbelt that needs to be put away. I mean. It's 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 getting carried away. It's like the uh, the gritty yes. almost. It's yes. yeah. But at the end of the day, TJ can do whatever he wants. So I respect that man. He's uh, our number three rushman of the day. Getting to the quarterback twice, fucking balling out as usual. Got ton of respect for him. You know, for me, TJ, you're fucking. When you talk about the greatest rushers in our era and doing it, you inspire me. You make me better. I know we talked about it. We talk chop up, talk football, what we're seeing. You make me a better player. So number three, I mean it's fucking it's a given. T.J. Watt, number two, actually, yeah, no, 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 we're gonna do number two. We gotta do a little, a little, change up, a little hezy with this one. Okay, but another great one, another guy that we talk about in that conversation mm-hmm. with myself, Nick, T.J. Miles, you know Hassan, those type of guys. It's Nick Bosa, yep. two sacks. Five tackles, two TFLs, five quarterback hits. He went absolute apeshit again. Um, Nick, one of the best, one of the best rushers in the league. There's no doubt about it. You know, coming off a defensive player of the year. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I can go on and on. Um, Nick Quazilla. is Quadzilla. Yep. Um, absolute unit. But yeah, Nick Bosa. You see him every year. He gets better and better as the season goes, and the numbers always come. And if you play the game the right way. The numbers the stack, you know, the sacks, the TFLs, they come in bunches. Yeah. So, you see Nick Ballin doing this thing. It doesn't surprise me whatsoever. So, right there, you got two, you know, three and two, arguably the best rushers in the league. Yeah. So, big shout-out to you guys. You know, me and Nick got a great relationship. He calls me, FaceTimes me. What are you seeing? I'm playing them. How are you feeling? What did you yeah. do? And, you know, ultimate respect to that guy. So, Nick Bosa, you already know. It's uh, it's uh, always It's always love with him. So, I mean – That's fucking... I mean, those those are two fucking... Those are two heavy hitters right there. But there's... This this man right here. I know DT's got a lot of love for the guy. He's a big OG. OG. Nose tackle. My former teammate. We played together for four years, I believe. Yeah, four years. This man was with me when I was a pup. I don't even think I had a beard at this time yet. And this man was pushing me in the right direction. Keeping my mind right. Keeping me focused, gave me the truth. And this guy's in year 10 now, I believe. Damn. Year 10 or 11, actually.
1: Yeah, drafted in 2013.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, pension's crazy. (laughs) Um, He's gonna be very well taken (laughs) care of. He's got a beautiful daughter, beautiful wife, very close friend of mine, Jonathan fucking Hankins. Yes. Mm -hmm. BTH, big time Hank, my boy. Ohio State Buckeye. Hank, you know, you're my boy. We go way back, you're my brother. Um, four tackles, two sacks, two TFLs, two QB hits. Honestly, I, I we might have to stat, stat check this, but I believe it's your first two-sack game of your career. I might be wrong, but as long as we were teammates, you never had a two-sack game. So I might be off, but I do believe this was your first two-sack game. Either way, you absolutely balled out. I was watching the game um, on Thanksgiving, uh, fresh out of the hospital, and getting to witness you get two sacks as a nose tackle, um, it's incredible. And doing it at a high level in your 10th year, like 11th or whatever, 10th or 11th year, it's it's unreal. And it's just a testament to him continuously finding ways to get better and keep improving and not giving up on the process. So, Big Hank, you're my brother. You already know this. Um, And you're our number one Rushman of the Week, so give us that repost. Uh, I'm fucking tagging your big ass and have you flexing with your 28 chains on your neck. Big body, and we're going to get you right. So, Big Hank, I love you, brother. You've inspired me in a lot of ways. Um, So, big shout out to you, brother. Number one Rushman of the Week. What an achievement.
0: Way to be number one on the charts there, Hank. Big Hanky. Big Hanky, that's lit. No, let's close it out. I think uh, you should get some rest. Maybe hop on two K and call the season.
2: Yeah, yeah. Me Fumble and slime, uh, me and slime have a you know a two K date. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to give him some little James Harden step some back with the Clippers and get right. So I mean,
1: when Fortnite's back. So, and I heard Fortnite. Do you guys back. pick or do guys? Rain's
2: already been on me about it. So yeah, I I'm might back have to get back in the trenches. It's time. It's this bye week. I might have to get a couple games in. I'm, not I'm gonna back. Lie. We're back. Yeah. All right, well, this is it. This is it. This is episode nine. Yes. <laughs> come a long way. It's been a hell of a journey, but we're just getting started. I got my brother, my best friend, Broken Roe, back. I got my other brothers, DT, Creel, Slime. The whole gang is here. I just want to say a big shout-out to the fans. Without you guys, none of this is possible. It's incredible. Everything we're doing, we're going in the right direction. We're doing everything that we've been talking about for years. And so we're going to keep bringing y'all content. Y'all keep liking, keep subscribing, keep commenting, keep tagging us, get more signs of the Big Sack in the stadium. We're going to get merch on the way. We're going to get guests. And we're going to keep building this thing to the absolute fucking next stratosphere. So without you guys, none of this is possible. We love you. We appreciate you. All my brothers, without y'all, it wouldn't be possible. And that is all we got for episode nine of The Rush. We love y'all. Peace. Deuces. Deuces.